You're listening to G-Level Christian Marketplace Leaders, Be Intentional Podcast, with your host, Dr. Cheryl Hill, dedicated to Christians in various spheres of influences, desiring to influence and impact right where they serve. Catch insights and strategies for your practical and spiritual lifestyle. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Cheryl Hill. I am so excited to speak with you today. Who am I speaking to? I am speaking to Christians who are in the marketplace. How do I identify you? You are the ones that God has assigned in the marketplace. Now, we know that we have apostles and pastors and evangelists and teachers and prophets. Those are the fivefold ministries that are in the house. And their job is very important to us who are in the marketplace. Anybody outside of the fivefold ministry, I'm talking to you. Why? Everyone cannot be in the house. 80%, 90% of God's people are in the marketplace. And we see this through Jesus. Do you know that the marketplace is one of the most powerful and impactful places that we can be? So I'm talking to you, Mr. President, you, Mr. Governor or Miss Governor or Miss President. I'm talking to you, teacher. I'm talking to you, banker. I'm talking to you, lawyer. I'm talking to you, stay-at-home mom. I'm talking to you, farmers. I'm talking to you, miners. Wherever God has you, you are powerful and valuable. One of the things that we're going to talk about today is in the book of Daniel. I call this the Daniel One Principle. Many of us that are um, in Christ, we don't know how to translate what we learn in the house of God to where we go Monday through Friday or whatever days you are in the marketplace. So the lesson today is about influence, understanding influence. Daniel chapter 1. Let's just take a look at what's going on here. We have two kings, the king of Judah and the king of Babylon. But even in the first um, verse, something interesting is happening. It says in the third year of the reign of the king of Judah, even the king of Babylon um, came to Jerusalem to besiege it, to take it over. But look at this, verse 2. And the Lord gave this king of Judah into the hands of the king of Babylon. And guess what? God gave some of the articles of the house of God to the king of Babylon, which he carried into his house of God. Can you imagine that? Why would God do such a thing? Remember, stop and pause. Influence knows influence. And so in the third verse, it tells us that the king of Babylon instructed his worker, his master of the eunuchs, to do something. He said, bring some of the children of Israel, some of the king's descendants, and some of the nobles to me. But there was a requirement. Somebody say requirement. 
When you're in the marketplace, we the Christians, we always have to observe the environment. What are the protocols for the environment in which we're entering? Let me say it again. What are the protocols of the environment in which we enter? Many of us in the house of God thinks that, okay, when I go to my workplace, when I go to my job, when I run the country, when I run my government, I need to tamp down or be quiet about my Christianity. That's not so. What has to happen is that you have to bring it in, number one, a practical way. Number two, it must have spiritual implications, okay? Practical and yet spiritual. It doesn't mean that you bring your Bible and you beat people over the head with the Word of God. No, you bring the spiritual gifts that are on the inside of you. Wisdom, come on somebody. You bring words of knowledge, which means solutions. You bring other things that bring brings added value to your organization, to your country, to your government, to your home. This is how you translate what God has placed on the inside of you. You bring value. Now, let's remember this king, God allow him to, allowed the king to overtake Judah. Why would God do such a thing? To show us that no matter where you are, no matter what challenge that you're going through, we still operate in influence. All right, let's get back to the king. This king was looking for some things. Remember, he asked his master of the eunuchs to bring him some certain people of Israel. But they had to be king's descendants, nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, good-looking, gifted in wisdom, possessing knowledge, quick to understand, who had the ability to serve in the king's palace, that they can be taught the language of this king, this country, this kingdom. Let's go back. What was this king looking for? Let's put it in terms that you can understand. People that had a look about them, a good look. They had to be gifted in wisdom, meaning you bring solutions to the table. They had to possess knowledge, innovation. They were quick to understand. They weren't stuck in a world, just the church world, but they understand movements of economies. Somebody say amen. They understand housing. They understood how to bring communities together. They understood how to run an organization. They understood how to produce items. He's looking for certain people that had the ability to serve in the king's palace and that they could be taught another language. I say to you, this is you who are lawyers. This is you who are doctors. This is you who are presidents. This is you who are anybody else serving in the marketplace. 
That means sometimes you have to shift, but that doesn't mean you give away your identity. Anybody of influence knows people of influence. People of influence are healthy, wealthy, and wise. Meaning someone that is simply does not take care of themselves means that you don't have the mindset to understand who you are. Did you get that? So this king was looking for people who were good, was good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand. And they know how to serve in the king's palace. Why is that important? Many of us, we go from one place to another and we only know certain protocols. You have to understand that any environment that God sends you in, you must study it. You must understand what is going on in the place that God sends you. When God opens a gate, opens a door, gives you a seat at the table of planning, you must study to show yourself approved for where you're going. If indeed God is opening the door, guess what? He gives you equipment and resources to understand your environment. He's looking for this king, ones who look appealing, had strategies on the inside of them, and he wanted them to learn another culture, influence. He wanted them to be placed, even though, guess what? They were people of God. They were being stretched. What about you? Where are you? Are you tunnel focused? Meaning you only understand the place that you're in if you're a doctor and you don't understand everything else. What about you, Mr. or Mrs. Governor? What about you, Mr. President? Madam President, what about you? When you all are in your offices, you must understand the flow that you are over all people, not just Christians, all people. God is wanting us to understand where we are, how we impact, what we must bring, and what we must do. Not giving away our identity, not giving away the things of God, but impacting right where you are. Many of us would say in our heart, well, I'm a Christian and I don't want to deal with Muslims or I'm a Christian and I don't want to deal with people who don't um, know God and want God. I want to be around all Christians. Well, guess what? You can do that on Sunday. You can do that at midweek service. But when you go out into that harvest field, the mission is to impact the harvest field. Let me say it again. Our mission, our assignment is to impact the harvest field. Let's go now to modern day. How do we do that? Again, I said, it is not your aim to go into someone else's company and set up Bible study. You are wrong. 
Not unless God tells you to do it. You are wrong in this instance. But your assignment is to come and bring strategies for whatever company you're working with. To bring unity for whatever level of management or whatever level you are working in. To be proficient, efficient, and bring things. Amen. Somebody say amen right there. You should not be those that are saying, oh my God, I'll be glad when this week is over so that I can go to church on Sunday. How ridiculous is that? We are people that come comes with things on the inside of us that needs to be revealed. Somebody say amen right here. Say amen. I have things on the inside of me that must be revealed. You have to know who you are. You're going to have to understand your gifts. And in every season, what I do, I ask God, what is my look for this season? Why? I understand the attraction of favor, the attraction of the anointing. Not that I'm trying to um, put myself in a position of showing off my outer appearance, but sometimes people that don't understand God, they are um, looking first. They see with their eyes first, and then they watch the consistency of who you are, what you do, and how you react to challenges, how you react to things. So in Daniel 1, what I want you all to do is to begin to, number one, who are you? Why are you where you are? What is really going on? Are you in a position just because you desire to make money? If you are in this position, begin to ask God, how can I make money and impact? Number two, what are your gifts? Do you know your spiritual gifts? Discernment. Come on, wisdom. Words of knowledge. What is your gifts? Identify them. Once you identify who you are, where you are, and what you're to do, everything in your life changes. Everything. So, let's look. Remember, we, the people of God, are not always going to be in cozy, nice places, as evidenced in Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. God allowed this king to take over the people of God. Let me say it again. God allowed this king to take over the people of God. Meaning sometimes we will be in challenges. But what we have to do is rise to every occasion. We have to, listen, we have to function in every situation. My prayer is that the Daniel in you rises this season. The Daniel in you, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, that it rises, that God is glorified, that your wisdom is increased, your understanding, your knowledge increased, your gifts are glorified, that the people may know that is around you that you serve Almighty God. This is not show-off time, it is impact time. 
What are you going to do with where you are and who you are? Anywhere you are is a great place. God knows the hair that's on your head. Do you understand? He locates you. He knows exactly where you are. Because I'm teaching and reaching to you on Daniel 1 this day, God is saying to you, I know exactly where you are and I want more out of you. More. I want you to understand why I have you placed where you are. Do you know the decisions that you make today? It determines your tomorrow. Everything that's happening today had something to do with what you decided yesterday. What decisions are you going to make today? You are people who are in the marketplace assigned to impact. You are a change agent. Everything doesn't have to be over the top or where it's seen, but how do you love? How do you care for your coworkers? If you are an employee, how do you care for your employees? I'm sorry, if you are an employer, how do you care for your employees? Guess what? You have rule over your employees, but God has given you an opportunity to manifest his glory through loving kindness, through building them up, to helping them to get more education, whatever that may be. What are you doing in the midst of where you are? This is what Daniel 1 is all about. What are you doing? What do you have? What do you give? Do you know how to enter in other environments? What is going on with you right where you are? Again, this is Dr. Cheryl Hill. I am so excited for all that you are doing. Every place that God will open up unto you. Every seat at the table of planning. For those of you who are taking this course, we have other things that we will give to you as a study sheet and a guide. For those of you who are just listening, take time. I want you to take 30 minutes with concerted and concentrated effort. What am I doing? Where am I going? And what do I have? That is what God is calling from you to do today. What am I doing? Where am I going? And how, God, do you want me to impact right where I am? All right, let's get excited. I'm so excited for the Daniel 1 anointing to come upon each and every one of you. I'm so excited that you shall have seats at the table of planning, no matter where you are. I'm so excited for your families. I'm so excited for your health. I'm excited for your wisdom and all that God will give you in this season. All right. I like to do this. Anytime we are gathered as Christians, there should be a vibration. Somebody, come on, clap your hands. 
Give God glory. Shout. Do something that you have never done. If you want something that you've never had, you have to do something that you have never done. Shout. Dance. Give God all the glory. Until next time, have nothing less than a productive and an excellent day. Amen. Thank you for listening to G-Level Be Intentional podcast. You can subscribe and share any episode wherever you get your podcast. You can connect with G-Level by email at glevelmktplace at gmail.com. Until next time, influence and impact right where you are. Thanks for listening.